You are listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. We know our devices leak data, but some of the ways they do so may surprise you. Today we're going to talk about Wi-Fi, in particular something called a Wi-Fi probe request. Have you ever noticed that when you return home your phone automatically connects to your home Wi-Fi? Or when you go to a friend's house or a familiar coffee shop, your phone remembers and joins their network? What is this magic? The way this automatic connection works is actually incredibly stupid, and it leaves your device open to all kinds of attacks. It can allow someone to fingerprint and track you, to see where you've previously been, and help hackers get access to your device. In this video, I'll explain what Wi-Fi probe requests are, why they're a privacy nightmare, things that have been done to try to make them more private and why they're still a privacy nightmare, the ways that you might be in danger, and of course, what you can do to protect yourself. I'll give you the TLDR right now. Turn your Wi-Fi off when you're not using it. And you're going to want to pay close attention to your Wi-Fi settings when you do use it. Let's get started with understanding how Wi-Fi connections work. If we have two devices, a phone on one hand and a Wi-Fi access point or a router on the other, I both kind of have to discover each other in order for a connection between them to be established. Johanna Anson McDougall is an IT security research associate at the University of Hamburg, who focuses on wireless security. She explained to me that there are basically two ways for this discovery between a phone and a router to occur. The first is called passive discovery. This is where the phone sits passively listening and the Wi-Fi router is constantly sending out beacons, basically shouting out, I am a Wi-Fi access point. In that beacon, the router includes information like its SSID or service set identifier. This is just a technical term for the Wi-Fi name. Your SSID might be Naomi's home Wi-Fi, Joe's coffee shop, Liberland airport Wi-Fi. Whatever that network is named, that's what the router is going to shout out. If the phone hears an SSID that it recognizes it, then it will connect to it. How does a phone know whether it recognizes a name? Well, it's been secretly storing every Wi-Fi name you've ever connected to. What? Your phone contains a list of all the known networks. It's called the PNL, the Preferred Network List. So, unless you've been actively forgetting networks after connecting to them, they're all being saved in your phone. Well, that's embarrassing. Hope no one ever gets hold of that list. And that brings us to the second way that discovery between a phone and a Wi-Fi network happens active discovery. This is where your phone is actively sending out probe requests asking which Wi-Fi networks are around. A Wi-Fi probe request is a little packet of information that your device will broadcast via radio waves, and you can think of it as the equivalent of your phone shouting out publicly, hey is anybody there? every few seconds. And any routers around it will respond, we are here, we are here, we are here! Now exactly what information these Wi-Fi probe requests contain and how often they're sent out will vary depending on your device, but it's important to know that some Wi-Fi probe requests will broadcast your entire list of SSIDs. Wait, what? That's right, everywhere you go, that entire list of every Wi-Fi network you've ever connected to shouted publicly for everyone to hear. As long as your Wi-Fi is turned on, your phone is basically shouting out, here are all the networks I know of, are any of you around? And if one of these specific networks is around, it'll respond, hey, I'm here, and your phone will connect to it. Broadcasting this list is a terrible idea, right? Oh, we're all in agreement, it's a terrible idea. And actually, some phone manufacturers have 
changed how they handle active discovery so that whenever possible, instead of sending out the whole list of SSIDs, they will instead send out something called a wildcard, where they essentially leave the SSID field blank. Now any nearby routers will just hear a generic Wi-Fi probe request asking, anyone around? And the router will respond with their Wi-Fi network name. Yep, I'm here and my name is Naomi's Wi-Fi. And then the phone will cross-check that name against their PNL to see if it's a network that they recognize. And if so, they'll say, oh, Naomi's Wi-Fi is on my list, let's connect. Now a few caveats. First, it's alarming how many phones still actually broadcast their SSID list. Johanna just co-wrote a research paper where Wi-Fi probe requests were collected in a busy area and they found that 23% of phones were broadcasting SSIDs. Second, even with newer phones, sometimes a phone has to broadcast an SSID. For example, when trying to connect to a hidden network. If you've set your home Wi-Fi network as a hidden network, the router doesn't announce itself, so it won't show up on your list of available Wi-Fi networks. And if your phone sends out one of these generic requests, like, is anyone here? The router won't announce its name back. So in order to connect to a hidden network, you have to specifically shout out the hidden network's SSID. You'll type it manually into your phone and your phone will announce, hey, Naomi's hidden network, are you there? The network will respond and then you can connect to it. But unless you specifically forget that Wi-Fi network, that's now in your preferred network list, which means that forever after, your phone will go around shouting all day, hey, Naomi's hidden network, are you there? Naomi's hidden network? Has anyone seen Naomi's hidden network? Hilariously ironic for a network that was trying to remain hidden. But on top of that, your phone doesn't even stop broadcasting the name once it's connected to that hidden network. The mobile phone will continue actively probing for that network with just that SSID in case there are various access points with the same SSID to connect to the one with the best signal. So your phone is sitting there shouting, hey Naomi's hidden network, do you have any connections with better signal? The whole time that you're connected to this hidden network. Now why is broadcasting SSIDs a problem? First, tracking. Now I know what some of you are going to say. You can't track people using Wi-Fi anymore because phones now do things like randomize MAC addresses. A MAC address is a unique identifier for your device. And a few years ago, phones would broadcast it in their Wi-Fi probe requests. Obviously, this was terrible for privacy because if you're shouting out your unique ID everywhere you go, it allows people to easily track you. Now, most manufacturers send out randomized MAC addresses in the probe requests instead of the real one. Another thing that manufacturers started to randomize are sequence numbers, which also made it more difficult to use Wi-Fi probe requests to track people. But a few caveats. If you have an older device or older operating system, your phone might still be broadcasting your real MAC address and sequence number. Also, there are other ways that probe requests can become unique fingerprints for your devices. For example, through the information elements that are broadcast to advertise various attributes of a phone. Finally, your SSID list itself can make it possible to track your device. Think about it, you're probably the only person in the world who has your exact list of Wi-Fi networks remembered on their phone. The list of SSIDs, that's a very, very identifying uh, fingerprint. It can be used to identify individual devices and track location. Places like shopping malls can do this with incredible accuracy. They know exactly which stores you visit, how much time you spent there, how fast you walked from one end of the building to the other. 
Airports can do the same thing. They can tell if you've gone through security yet, whether you're going to make it to the gate on time. It's common at trade fairs. And sometimes Wi-Fi tracking is used simply to collect data. In one of the pedestrian zones we walked through, um, there was a sign saying uh, Wi-Fi tracking in progress. Apparently they wanted to um, use Wi-Fi tracking in order to kind of estimate the pedestrian flow. The second reason that broadcasting SSIDs is a problem is because it can expose identifying information about a person. Wi-Fi networks usually have revealing names like Blockchain Week Conference 2019, Verizon 1234, GoGo Dance Hall. These names might reveal who your employer is, your internet service provider, where you go out dancing, which conferences you've attended. The most personal thing I think I found um, was an SSID for a, a burlesque theater. I am almost sure that you wouldn't want to transmit that. Some people make the Wi-Fi name of their holiday home their address, not realizing that this might then be broadcast publicly. Johanna once set up an experiment during a science night where she projected onto the wall the SSIDs that were being publicly broadcast around her. People would look at the wall and would say, oh my god, that's my home network. Why is the name of my home network here? I think it's just so um, interesting to look at uh, what is being sent and how easy it is to receive all this too. Like you, you, all you need is a Wi-Fi dongle and then you can monitor everything. This information might not just be revealing, it might also have dangerous consequences. They can allow someone to tell if you've returned to your house yet or if you're alone in an office building. A hacker might scan their surroundings and see that someone previously connected to a particular hotel Wi-Fi. By sending them a rogue email that appears to be from that hotel, they might dupe someone into clicking on a malicious link. Now for the elephant in the room about this automatic Wi-Fi connection apparatus. Our devices are determining whether they trust networks and want to automatically connect to them based on their SSID. But here's the thing. You can choose whatever name you want as an SSID. Phones aren't looking for some secret handshake before automatically connecting to a Wi-Fi network. They're just looking for a name that they recognize and then automatically connecting to it, which makes it really easy for attackers to pretend to be known Wi-Fi networks and trick phones into connecting to them. These attacks are scarily easy, especially with tools like the Wi-Fi Pineapple. So the Wi-Fi Pineapple is basically a hotspot honeypot and it's a man in the middle attack for wireless. First, you scan your surroundings and see which Wi-Fi names all the nearby phones, computers, and IoT devices are broadcasting. These are all different SSIDs that your phone is currently trying to connect to. It's things that your phone has previously connected to in the past, and, and so it's looking for those. You can also make pretty good guesses about these. Almost all of us have connected to a Starbucks Wi-Fi before. Unless you intentionally asked your phone to forget that network, it now considers any network called Starbucks Wi-Fi to be a known network. Can you pretend to be Starbucks? Yes, I can. In this video, security expert Shannon Morse just created an open network on a Wi-Fi pineapple called Starbucks Wi-Fi and phones automatically started connecting to it. So right now I'm connected what looks like to Starbucks, even though there's no Starbucks, but okay. actually it's the Wi-Fi pineapple. Now the attacker has intercepted all your internet traffic. They can see any unencrypted internet activity, certificates from websites that you visit, cookies that aren't secured properly. I can't believe you're able to see all of this. And it's just scraping pictures oh, yeah. and it's, stuff. It's scraping images from all these different websites. Let's repeat what we've learned from this. If your Wi-Fi is turned on as you walk around, you could be auto-connecting to malicious networks around you without even realizing. So here are the steps that you need to take to protect yourself. The best advice would be to just turn off your Wi-Fi when you're not using it. Switch it off. On Android, there are two settings that you need to flip. First, turn your Wi-Fi off. You won't be connecting to a Wi-Fi device anymore, but proper requests are still going to be sent. So then you 
have to also switch off scanning via Wi-Fi. On iOS, you can't just click the Wi-Fi icon in your control center. You have to go into your settings and toggle it off there. Next, make sure that your operating system is kept up to date. One of the things that is the culprit of this whole situation is that so many people use outdated OS. Receiving security patches that help mitigate some of these Wi-Fi vulnerabilities is essential. Also, make sure that the device itself is up to date. Manufacturers just support the devices for two years and afterwards don't send out security patches anymore. The older your device is, the more likely it is that you're uh, suffering from privacy leaks. The next step is to forget networks. You should always sanitize your PNL. If you've got an Android device, look into the list of known networks and remove all of them that you don't really use anymore. This isn't so easy on iPhones because iPhone doesn't let you see your list of known SSIDs. On iPhones, you can only edit the uh, entries of the PNL that your phone can see at that time. So if you're in reach of a certain Wi-Fi network, you can modify the, um, the settings for it but you can't modify it uh, without being in reach. That seems pretty dangerous to me. The fact that I can't even see which networks I've connected to in the past and my phone might just be broadcasting them out. I think that's absolutely irresponsible. Um, I think that there should be a means on Apple devices to know which networks you've connected to in the past and to forget them. Um, at all times and not only when you're in the vicinity. So for iOS, the best you can do is forget networks as you come back into contact with them. On all laptops, you should be able to get access to your networks and delete them. Finally, disable auto-join when you connect to Wi-Fi networks in the future. All of these steps should help make your Wi-Fi usage a little safer. There are countless ways that our phones track our movements, but there are ways that we can make these devices more private. One small step is understanding that probe requests are plainly observable and can contain sensitive data. Given this reality, it's important that we are more mindful when using Wi-Fi and proceed carefully with privacy in mind.